Hello, beautiful friend. I hope you had a Thanksgiving full of gratitude, however you celebrated. Hopefully it wasn't stressful, whoever you were with, whether you were surrounded by family or maybe even felt a little bit alone. Maybe the holiday was hard for, you know, any reason at all. I hope you remember that you're seen, you're known, you're loved by God. And I know sometimes that's like the last thing we want to hear, but also in times of desperation, in times of loneliness, we just need to be reminded of truth. He really does see you. He really does know what you're walking through. He really does know how you're feeling and he loves you regardless. Um, he loves you regardless of what you're facing or even how you feel toward him. So I know that sometimes the holidays can be super lonely or super triggering for like a whole host of reasons. So I just pray that you at least um, celebrated with gratitude and knowing that, you know, our hope is in Christ and that always adjusts my perspective, even though sometimes I'm super reluctant to do that, to shift out of this funk that I feel or the hurt or whatever it is. Our hope is in Christ and our hope is not in anything other than who we are in Him. And that's truth. That's truth. And as your friend, I always want to keep it real and hopefully point us both to truth no matter what. So I really hope that you had a good time celebrating. I hope that you've been enjoying this series. This series has been all about gratitude and practicing thankfulness for the deeper eternal things that we have in the Lord because other things can fade. Other things change. They pass away and one day they will. They will pass away. All of the earthly stuff is going to be gone and only eternal things will remain. And this is something that I've been challenged with lately. It's something that I'm on a journey with focusing on what's eternal and not getting called up in the superficial or earthly possessions or positions or accomplishments that I so often anchor myself in. I don't know about you, um, but I set my hope there and I try to rest there or I chase after those things thinking that they're going to fill me up and that they will just be this accomplishment that I can hold on to, something that will last forever when in reality, they're just like moth and dust. They will eventually pass away. So today is the last thankful Thursday for this mini series. I'm kind of sad about it, but I hope that it's encouraged you and blessed you. I pray whenever you listen to these episodes, whether it is in November or a different part of the year, that God uses them to speak to you right where you're at right now, right now, and that you find them to be right on time with whatever you're facing. I have faith and I trust that God is good and you're not listening to this by accident. So regardless of when you're listening to it, I pray that God speaks to you right where you are at. Today's gratitude is going to focus on the gift of Jesus. I thought we're heading into the Christmas season, so it seems fitting that we'd focus on giving thanks for God sending Jesus and the implications of that gift for us in our everyday lives. I'm sure some of you have been like celebrating Thanksgiving or Christmas since uh, October 31st or November 1st, like you've got the trees up, you've been celebrating for like months. Y'all or some of y'all are like those Christmas people. I'm not one of those Christmas, like that extreme Christmas people, but I do love the season. So now that we're Thanksgiving is over, we're going to head into December. Now we'll start talking about Christmas things as it relates to the Bible. So I wanted to start with the birth of Jesus in Luke 2. I always wonder, I'm going to tell you a quick story. I've read through the Bible, like done the Bible in a year, a reading program a few times now. And the last time that I did it, I remember that I got into Luke, I think it was like October 
um, maybe early November, and I thought to myself, why do I only read this story around Christmas? Why do we only talk about this around Christmas time? This is so cool. And there's so much more application besides just, you know, Jesus was born to a virgin in a manger and da 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 You know, some of those things aren't even in here, which is wild. It's wild what is actually like Bible Christmas story, Bible Jesus, birth of Jesus story, and then like Americanized, culturized Christmas, you know? Okay, I digress. So let's read some of Luke 2. So Mary and Joseph in Luke 2, they have traveled to Bethlehem. And while they were there, verse 6, she gave birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. And I'm going to kind of paraphrase here. So there were shepherds keeping watch over their fields and an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them. They were scared and the angel says to them, fear not, I bring you good news of great joy that's going to be for all people. Unto you is born this day in the city of David, a savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. And verse 16, they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby. And they saw Jesus, baby Jesus laying in the manger. They made it known the saying that had been told to them concerning this child and all who heard it, wondering at what the shepherds had told them. But Mary, verse 19, I love this verse. She treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. Like, can you even imagine this angel appears to the shepherds who says all of these things about her baby and then they travel and they find her and Joseph and they relay this message to them and she treasures these things in her heart. She ponders them. I can't even imagine being Mary, right? Like a virgin giving birth. How is this even possible? It's all just a wild, wild story. But I want to focus on the fact that the simple fact, really, that simple but complex, I guess, that this is a miracle. It's just a complete miracle that any of it even happened. And it's honestly unbelievable, right? Like if we're being honest with ourselves, I tend to just sometimes say it how it is. Sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's not. I also sometimes really, really want to say things that we're all thinking. And sometimes I do. But it's it's kind of hard to believe, right? It's kind of hard to believe this story. It's It's crazy. And a miracle is the only way that it can be described. So I also want us to focus on and think about and have gratitude for the humility involved in this story, the humility that God sent Jesus to be born in these conditions, that he was born as a baby, not as a full-grown adult male who already knew everything, you know, like all the statutes and the laws and how everything ran and how to be a human and helping people and just any and everything about the world. He didn't appear as this grown man who just came preaching and teaching in parables. And it's just so crazy to me. It's it's mind-boggling because you would think that God would, God, God of the universe would come powerfully and as this dictator and ruler and a king, you know, like how we think of kings. But when we think of Jesus, we think of him as being humble and meek and serving others, not that he wasn't strong and powerful and that he didn't speak truth and, and kind of call it like it is and point people to the Lord. 
But the fact that he came as a little baby who had to learn what it means to be human in the world and learn, you know, culturally all of the things at the time and traditions and things like that, it's just really, really wild. The Christmas story is one that reflects or shows, reminds us of how much hope that we have. And I just think it's so cool that God, (laughs) that Jesus is born into this probably less than ideal situation. You know, Mary is traveling very, very far. She goes to give birth and where she ends up having the baby is like not ideal. It's not comfortable. It's not convenient. It's none of those things. And so it just is a beautiful reminder right from the beginning of his birth story in his birth that there's always hope that there's always hope, even in the midst of confusing circumstances and conflicting circumstances, when we are, we are turned away, when we feel all alone, when we feel misunderstood. Imagine how Mary felt. <laughs> She's literally the only person in history who's been a, like give a virgin who's given birth. I can't imagine. Like she probably felt so misunderstood. And there's no telling what people said about her, you know? And people talk about us or they gossip or we hear different things and our feelings get hurt. But that's why I love the Bible because it is not this like ancient archaic text that has nothing to do with our our lives and stories here and now today in 2023. It's so relevant. It's so relevant and so applicable. And so I think it's so beautiful how Jesus is like, I, I am hope. Like imagine her having just given birth and she's holding Jesus and she's like, Wow, like I can't imagine how humbling that would be. But she's she's like this is the, the this is God in the form of a baby. And that is just amazing. It's beautiful. And that is something to be thankful for because this little baby grows up into a little boy, a young a teenager, a young man, a grown man who eventually you know, he gives an, us an example to live by for love and how to treat others. And he gives us these teachings and parables and all these things that he did during his ministry. And he eventually goes to the cross and pays the ultimate sacrifice for our sins. And we can't help but be thankful and just stand in awe and worship the God of the universe who made a way, who sent his son to come and make a way for us to have a relationship with him, with God, our father, because the sin that separates us otherwise is like, I love the song, beautiful, um, living hope by, um, Phil Wickham, how great the chasm that was between us, you know, before salvation, before Christ, before accepting that forgiveness and walking in relationship with God that chasm was so great and there was nothing that I could do about it. There's nothing that you could do about it. There's nothing we could, no amount of prayers, no amount of checking the boxes, no religious activities, no be in church every time the doors are open. None of that could make a way. We can't make our own way. And so we definitely have so much to be thankful for in this gift of Jesus. And so let's pray Let's celebrate that and let's just thank God for the gift of Jesus today. God, we come to you so thankful for the gift of Jesus and all of the implications that his birth have for us 
and for all of the human race. And we are so grateful that you sent your son to be born into this world and to live perfectly and sinlessly and to give us such a beautiful example of love and humility and how we should treat others and how we should live our lives with intention and integrity. God, we thank you for that example. Thank you for making a way for us to come to you and for us to enter into a relationship with you. And we're just so grateful. We're thankful for all of our blessings that you have given us, all of the things that we have, all of the people in our lives. But help us to be most thankful for your unchanging character and the gift of salvation that we have in the form of this little baby, Jesus, who grew up to do great things and heal and miracles and all, all kinds of amazing things and ultimately to die on the cross for us. And we're just so grateful. There are no amount of words or praises that would ever be enough to adequately express our gratitude. And so, God, we just praise you, we glorify you, and we worship you as the creator of all things and the God of all things. Help us to place you where you belong, on the throne of our hearts and in our lives. Be the one thing that we chase. Be the one thing that we follow. Be the one thing we seek and that we focus on, Lord, throughout this season, throughout this week, and in the coming weeks. Help us to pursue you always, no matter what, in every day, in every season. We thank you, Lord. We love you. Amen. I have had so much fun switching things up and throughout this gratitude series. I hope that you've enjoyed Thankful Thursdays. If you have, you can send it to a friend. You can take a screenshot right now and tag me on social media. Don't forget that the most important way to say thank you or to help out the show is to leave a review. It is so incredibly helpful. You have no idea how much of an impact it has. It keeps me encouraged and it helps other moms around the world, maybe in your neighborhood, find the show. And so that is so, so cool. And I'm so thankful for you. I hope you've enjoyed your Thanksgiving day and week. And I'm so excited about Christmas. We're moving into December. Meet me back here next week because we're going to be having a whole new conversation about all new things. And I'm so excited to finish out the year 2023 with you. So strong and intentionally meet me back here next week. We're going to be moving back to Wednesdays. So I will see you back here next Wednesday. I'm so glad that you were here with me today, friend. Talk to you soon.